the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Management Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. President Trump is bemoaning what he calls the level of hostility that he says has stymied bipartisanship in Washington. While discussing the Republican health care bill during an interview on Fox and Friends, the president said it would be great if lawmakers from both parties could come up with something that everybody's happy with. A group of ranchers suing the USDA seeking return of labels that clearly identify meat produced in other countries. The lawsuit seeks to overturn a March 2016 decision by the Department of Agriculture to revoke regulations requiring imported meat products to be labeled with their country of origin. The lawsuit filed by Public Justice says that change allowed imported meat to be sold as U.S. products. The lawsuit says the change violated the nation's Meat Inspection Act, which required that slaughtered meat from other countries be clearly marked. That is correspondent Jeremy House. More details at srnnews.com. Dennis Prager believes we live in a world of double standards. If a fanatical Trump supporter had tried to murder as many Democratic congressmen as possible, you think a Nancy Pelosi would get up there and call for unity? I don't. I think she would have gotten up there and said, this is the hate unleashed by this president. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thank you for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Josh Wolf From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, today showers off and on high near 66. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of around 70. Tuesday, 76 and sunny. Download the AM1280 The Patriot mobile app today so you can listen to your favorite programs wherever you are. Stay connected to your favorite station anytime, anywhere. Download the AM1280 The Patriot app today at your device's app store. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now... Here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back to MCZ World. Making talk radio great again. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My Saturday broadcast is sponsored by Thompson Building and Remodeling. Found on the web at thompsonpros.com. I know they don't normally sponsor the Sunday show, but uh, what the heck? You Sunday people deserve the best in the business as well. Best builders and remodelers in town. Thompson Building Remodeling. Go to thompsonpros.com. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you. Jeff O'Meara is the guy's name. He's the best in the business. I've worked with him before. He rebuilt my garage, what, seven years ago? Wouldn't have anyone else touch it. Uh, you find out exactly why. Go to thompsonpros.com. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you. That is my name. My name Mitch Berg. My blog Shot in the dark dot info. I'm also found on the web at True North. Look, truenorth.com is the address. Make sure you pop on out there for the best in center right political opinion in the upper Midwest. Me, John Hinderocker, Ed Morrissey, Mark Hearing, all the best uh, political analysts on the center right anywhere in the upper Midwest are found at True North, which is going on 10 years old. This is the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I am not Brad Carlson. I am normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3. Most of you know that. Some of you don't. Some of you are purely here for the Brad joint. That's fine. Brad is off on assignment today. I'm Mitch Berg. And Rarely have I felt quite as much like third wheel, like the consolation prize, like the cousin one kisses, uh, as I do on today's broadcast. Because today is normally the broadcast, uh, if memory serves, and I believe it does, when Brad books Miss Minnesota as the guest. As you may be well aware, uh, Brad Carlson is sort of the Burt Parks of Minnesota. He's been the host and MC of the Miss Minnesota pageant and some of the, the sub-pageants leading up to it, sort of the double and triple-A 
minor league pageants that uh, lead up to Miss Minnesota for the last several years now. It's sort of his niche. It's what he does. If if, if you could call it a cottage industry or his, his side gig, that's kind of it. He's Mr. Pageant, sort of the Burt Parks of Minnesota, for those of you who remember Burt Parks. And I'm barely old enough myself, to be honest. Uh, but anyway, this would normally be the week where, as the the MC, he gets first dibs on getting a, a weekend first weekend radio interview with the newly crowned Miss Minnesota. Well, he's off on assignment today. I am not Brad. I do not have the close personal connection with the Miss Minnesota system that Brad does. And so Miss Minnesota, I suspect, will be coming up in a coming broadcast. So if you're if you're waiting to hear the newly crowned Miss Minnesota, you'll you'll probably wait some more. But it's just me. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, Shot in the Dark. Info. I've already said all that. We we know this. And I had a fun broadcast yesterday. I, I had a good time. It's always fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I never don't have fun on the air. I say somewhat jokingly that the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. And that's true, more or less. I mean, I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but there's a there's there's a sort of a fun and, and a and a snap and a, and a and a mild buzz and euphoria about being in front of a microphone and talking to thousands of people on the radio that just you don't get in every corner of your life. And so I'm always happy to come on the air and talk because it's you know, some people golf, some people drink too much. I do radio. It's my my modestly healthy addiction, and I and I do enjoy this. Especially when there's as much news to talk about. I occasionally joke at the beginning of my Saturday broadcast, I'm going to need three or four hours to get through all my show prep. And it was worse yesterday than most. I literally had 12 pages, 12 browsers pulled up on my, excuse me, 12 tabs pulled up on my browser that I read my material off of for the show yesterday. And as usual, I got through one and a half browsers of my pre-show prep yesterday because I didn't need any more. There's just so much to talk about, and I and I and when I joke that I need more than two hours, I need three or four. Yesterday, literally, if we go at the rate of a page and a half per two hours, I'm going to need like 18 hours to get through all my material this week. So I'm happy to be here in for Brad, who's off on assignment, and we'll be back next week. I'm fairly certain here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Today is, uh, by the way, Pride Day in in Minneapolis, one of the biggest Pride festivals. Of course, is the the, the Gay Pride Festival. Uh, it's a big it's a big event. It's it's one of the biggest outdoor festivals in the Upper Midwest. Uh, it's actually, one of the biggest uh, Gay Pride pres- festivals in America. Certainly, the biggest one between Chicago and uh, and San Francisco. And I'm. I, I know some of my conservative friends bristle at the idea, and I get it. And, and uh, the, the whole idea of gay people skeeves some people out. And I think a lot more people are just sort of like, okay, you you be proud of whatever you want, but stop telling my religion, stop pe- telling people of my faith how they're supposed to view things like, like marriage. Uh, keep your laws off my faith, if you will. And I subscribe to some extent to that. I think there were after after uh, after the, the Supreme Court basically said there's no constitutional grounds for opposing gay marriage, and it became essentially de facto national law. Uh, a lot of people, myself included, said, "Well, what we need to be watching out for religious freedom here." To which my liberal friends responded, "Well, there's a little matter of the First Amendment, which means nothing you're you're paranoid about." Uh, is ever going to happen, to which I responded, oh, yeah, you're right. Just like the Second Amendment absolutely protected the the right to keep and bear arms, or just like the Fourth Amendment protects us from unreasonable, stupid, politically motivated search and seizures. I mean, best example is look look in Wisconsin at the John Doe uh, no-knock early morning raids by the Dane County prosecutor in Madison, the ultra-liberal county prosecutors in Madison, the, the, the people who make Mike Freeman in Minneapolis look like Jesse Helms, and basically using the military power of the police to suppress conservative thought. 
in in Madison and and in the capital city of Wisconsin, basically sicking no-knock raids and gag orders on leaders of those notorious conservative terrorist groups like Americans for Prosperity, Club for Growth. You see, the Fourth Amendment and the First Amendment are both supposed to protect us against that sort of thing. And they may well eventually, just because the court cases are going to wend their way through the court system, and God willing, we will have justices that, that have the fortitude it takes to look that sort of thought in the face and go, no, you shall not pass. Well, the same thing's happening with marriage, and the same thing's happening with, with not so much acceptance of gay people as acceptance of of the right to speak about aspects of our culture that you may not disagree with for reasons of your own. For example, a couple of weeks ago, we covered a case of a, a Michigan couple who, a Christian couple who run a small uh, hobby farm, a truck farm. They grow food, uh, fruit and vegetables, mostly vegetables for farmers markets in, in Michigan. And the farmers market in Michigan that was to which this applied uh, came up with a bylaw that said they wouldn't allow people who didn't subscribe to the, the, the latest so- social justice uh, verdict on on subjects like gay marriage uh, to to sell their wares, to sell their vegetables at this farmer's market. In other words, you believe as you're told to believe or you're frozen out of public life. And that's just on top of all the cases that happened in the last uh, five years, four or five years of of photographers, florists, uh, bakers, uh, jewelers being forced to participate in ceremonies that they uh, object to on, on moral grounds. So the First Amendment protects nothing unless you want to be a test case, see it all the way through the state and federal and finally Supreme Courts and hit your knees every night praying that you find justices who actually believe in limited as opposed to interventionist government. You see, all by way of saying saying the Constitution protects you is an extreme oversimplification. It depends on circumstances. And, and so be that as it may, that's all a bit of a tangent because today is pride. And, and I, uh, I have the same political issues with the groups that I term under under one umbrella as big gay along the lines of big oil big pharma big real estate uh big gay telling us what we have to think about marriage i have have a problem with that even though i have many good gay friends including a few who are married under the laws of the state that's fine i get along with them i i actually there is a a pink pistols chapter and and uh, which is, by the way, a gay self-defense group that that evangelizes Second Amendment rights among gay Americans. We we had one of their representatives on the broadcast last year, and I believe we'll have them on again uh, shortly uh, before too terribly long here. They are working at Pride in Loring Park right now, uh, evangelizing self-defense to gay to gay guys, to gay people, men and women. And, and it's worth pointing out that one of the people back before I was a fully informed Second Amendment advocate, one of the people who first introduced me to the idea of shall issue carry, uh, the idea that if you are a law-abiding citizen with no criminal record and uh, who was otherwise not disqualified, that the state has to give you a permit to carry, which was very much a minority view at the time in 1986, 1987, until Florida passed shall issue, happened to be a gay guy who was tired of being bashed. And we had many long conversations. And even though I considered myself pro-Second Amendment, I thought the idea of carrying a gun, huh, that's kind of pushing the envelope. I had not completely developed my philosophy at that point. And one of the people who, who, who pushed me in that direction happened to be a gay American who said the next guy who tried to bash him was going to get a nasty surprise. And 
heaven forfend. I don't believe he's ever had to, uh, in 30 years, he's never had to uh, make good on that uh, threat. Uh, and that's a good thing. That's the way we like it. But uh, because the best deterrence is the one you don't actually have to use. It's the one that actually deters rather than the one you actually have to exercise. Anyway, by the way, this is hilarious. I've pointed this out in the past. Uh, protect Minnesota. The uh, I put them in scare quotes. Protect Minnesota. Uh, the anti-gun group uh, sponsored by liberal plutocrats with deep pockets is at Pride today. And I've pointed these, this out as... Uh, in my blog over the years that protect Minnesota is the gang that couldn't not shoot straight. And they're doing it again. I mean, they have not sent out an email in the last year or so since Nancy Nord Benz took over the group that they haven't had to send out a correction on. I don't think they've even sent out one that they haven't had to take a mulligan on. And today they're wandering around pride asking if people have heard of pink pistols. Thank you. Protect Minnesota for doing your opposition's marketing for them. Rather than making them pay you to do it. <laughs> Bunch of tourists. Anyway, uh, 651-289-4488. Other news coming out of Pride today, though, that actually speaks to my actual point today. Watching the left eat itself. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Most people only get one precious opportunity to ask the love of their life to dinner. I've had around 703 every day around 10 a.m. in Bumpus, Virginia. She runs a stationery company out of her garage. I deliver packages, say sign here, engage in small talk, and today on my 704th chance, I'm taking one. If this 20-second performance made you feel something, imagine what an entire Audible book can do. Visit audible.com to start your free 30-day trial. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily, we cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt, yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup for just $33. Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $150 off Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin today, the punctual plumber and your water softener expert. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Ely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-963-1041. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-963-1041. Call 1-800-963-1041. 1-800-963-1041. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. By the way, just a couple reminders. My book, Trollbert, 
celebrated its second anniversary this past week. Check it out. Go to my blog, shotinthedark.info. There's a uh, link there to the Amazon site for my book, Trollbert, which, by the way, keeps on selling. Every so often, someone reviews the book, and I get, uh, and I'll suddenly get a little surge of sales. I had this two weeks ago. A, uh, a book uh, review website reviewed Trollbert, a comic novella about the end of the world as we know it, which is a satirical look at political philosophy. And uh, I got another little surge of sales. Not quite enough to pay for my next vacation, but it's doing okay, doing okay. By the way, if you, uh, if you are curious for some new music, uh, one of my bands, uh, the Supreme Soviet of Love, uh, entering the mixing process on our debut album, or at least our first uh, recording since 1988. Uh, that's going on even as we speak. Stay tuned. This fall there will be an album release and possibly an album release party if I can get the requisite personnel put together. By the way, if you happen to be requisite personnel, give me a holler. Maybe we could work out some business. Anyway, 651 651- 289-4488 is the number to call. We're talking about, uh, at least the proximate issue is the pride parade today. Uh, but it, really the, the issue is is how the left is eating its own. And, and this is something I wanted to talk about because one of my subjects I had left over uh, from yesterday, uh, one of many subjects I had left over from yesterday's broadcast, is is how the left, if it, if it starts to get frustrated and 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 angry at its lack of progress starts to turn on itself and and basically beat up other people on the left because there's just not enough beating up to do on the right and not that there aren't opportunities to beat people on the right it's literally i mean it's happening out there uh as we saw in in alexandria virginia uh, the week before last but there's a plenty of, of anger and energy out there to go after people on the left as well. We saw this this past week as the uh, back and forth between uh, Twin Cities chapter of Big Gay and Black Lives Matter uh, went back and forth over whether or not the police would be allowed to have an open presence at the Pride Parade this year. Now, bear in mind, it just makes good sense to have the police visible at any kind of parade these days because... There is violence lurking out there, and some of it is, as we saw in in London and Brussels, uh, terrorism. It it does exist out there, and and what better place to inflict terror than a place like Minneapolis that doesn't expect it and thinks it's immune to it, okay? But let's be honest. There has been violence in the past against gays. Now, Minneapolis is a place where that's probably less likely than almost any place this side of San Francisco. And that's a good thing because you can believe whatever you want, but beating people up for what they are is is certainly not something we want to embrace as as people, certainly not as Christians. But there are people like that out there. And by the way, let's not assume for a moment that people who want to bash gays and terrorists are, are separate blobs on the Venn diagram. They do cross pretty considerably. Uh, most of your world's dominant terrorist community these, day, these days is also rather given to throwing gay people off of the tops of tall buildings. Don't forget it. A lot of people do. Anyway, uh, after the Castile verdict, uh, elements in the constituency for Pride unveiled uh, upon the uh, organiz- organizers of the Pride Parade to insist that no open police presence be allowed at the parade. Uh, normally the parade, like most parades in Minneapolis, uh, starts off with uh, a couple of police cruisers uh, with their whoopee lights on moving down the street and symbolically clearing everyone out of the way, although the street's been closed for some time, uh, generally speaking. Uh, and I'm not sure if the officers involved are gay or not. doesn't matter, although the, the gay law enforcement, uh, there is a group actually of of uh, gay law enforcement officers that I'm told does participate in Pride, which is fine, more power to them. But this year, they, they, they unveiled upon the the management, the organizers of the parade, to not allow public police presence, which is a little odd, considering that the Minneapolis Police Department is actually run by a chief who is a moderately open lesbian, uh, which is... is and by the way, no friend of the right. I mean, I mean, 
Jenny Harto is is no friend to conservatives. Uh, I mean, she's been a while she's gone toe to toe with Betsy Hodges on more than a few issues. They are just different uh, species of the institutional left in Minneapolis, and that's again fine. It is what it is, as as the saying goes these days. Uh, the outcry uh, from from saner minds within uh, the organizers of the Pride Parade uh, obtained over this past week, and the police were reintroduced to the parade in uniform, and they let off a raid. And if I were a gambling man, which I'm emphatically not, at that point, I would have put some fairly serious bank on the preposition that this was not going to go over without some kind of incident. And, of course, no smart person would have taken my bet on that either. So I'd have to be looking for a sucker to take the bet. And that's fine because this is a town full of suckers. Hence, you have mayors like Betsy Hodges and city council people like Alondra Kano. But I digress. I would have won the bet if I could have found some sucker to take it. Uh, from this, uh, from this uh, Star Tribune today, uh, tens of thousands of people watched the procession today, which uh, was unfolded two days after the organizers reinstated an invitation to the cops. Apart from a protest, though, well, there's the protest. There was uh, a group of protesters stopped the parade. About 150 protesters uh, came out onto, I believe, Hennepin Avenue uh, and stopped the procession for about 20 minutes. The protesters, many of you have chanted, no justice, no peace, no pride in police, were seeking to draw attention to police treatment of minorities nationwide, as well as to object to the last-minute inclusion of the parade of police officers. Among their signs, justice for Philando. Black Lives Matter, no KKK ops, that's supposed to be cops with KKK at the beginning, make pride revolutionary again, and no pride for some of us without liberalism, or no, excuse me, without liberation for all of us. Many of the protesters wore rainbow attire. Parade was interrupted around 11.30 a.m. near 13th Street. It resumed after protesters read a list of demands to parade organizers as floats and marchers waited then sat or lay down at the intersection for several minutes. The protesters then got up and began their own march about two blocks ahead of the Pride Parade, which resumed to cheers from the huge crowd. Many people near the back of the parade were unaware that there had even been a protest. Parade participants include a smiling Janae Harto, Minneapolis police chief who had led the effort to have the police reinstated, etc., etc. Some uniformed officers also marched carrying a rainbow flag and waving to the crowd as a generally warm reception prevailed. Other officers in the procession were on bikes, some in uniform, some in T-shirts. Many got hugs and shouted thanks from parade watchers. So 20 minutes of, of disruption followed by a mini parade in, in advance. And and I, you'd be crazy if you didn't say it was expected. But it just shows, I think, and and and, and well... First of all, the fact that it took 20 minutes and ended with a parade walking in advance of the regular parade makes me think, A, it was negotiated in advance between the leaders of Black Lives Matter and the Pride Parade. That's pure speculation on my part. Pure speculation. I have nothing to base that on. But I just have to have a hunch the fact that there was a resolution that didn't involve police reading the riot act almost literally to the protesters indicates that there was some collusion, let's just say, involved. Ah, That's fine. Protest is all about public theater and and heck, it's (laughs) they got the street to themselves. It's between the two of them. There's no traffic there. Let them do all the theater they want. I don't care. But here's the other thing. The other thing that makes me think that whether it's collusion or not, this tells you a little something about about uh, life in Minneapolis and St. Paul, for that matter. As as Jorwell pointed out in Animal Farm, the big point, the big climax of the book Animal Farm is when the pigs who took over the farm uh, finally uh, put out their real manifesto. Some all pigs are equal. Actually, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than the others. doesn't matter who you are in Minneapolis, as long as you're suitably left of center, 
St. Paul as well. You can pretty much get away with anything you want. Block, block a freeway, attack people in the Capitol Rotunda, hold an unpermitted demonstration, attacking a permitted demonstration, disrupt pride and have your own unpermitted parade out in advance. It's all good, long as you've got the right political pedigree. There's two forms of justice in Minneapolis, and you know who get benefits from it. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. When I was playing ball, they called me the big hurt. But after I left the game, Mother Nature started putting a big hurt on me. I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, it wasn't my fault. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. But luckily, I found out about Nugenics. Nugenics is a unique man-boosting formula powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help boost your free testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 321321. With Nugenics, you can feel stronger, leaner, with a lot more stamina and energy. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics is GNC's number one selling men's vitality product. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 321321. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. So again, text PRIME11 to 321321. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone. Because if you give us a call right now, you'll be able to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marble that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling miniCPAP.com, 1-800-919-5232. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-919-5232. That's 1-800-919-5232. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. My name Mitch Berg. My blog shotinthedark.info. In for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment today, gallivanting about the place, doing the voodoo he do. No, he's not. I. I don't know what he's doing today, but he's enjoying a day not here, presumably, and that's what counts. Anyway, I'm here. I'm enjoying myself. It's always fun to come in and check out a new audience and, and, and meet a whole new batch of people uh, as, as, as I do this. I, it's a different crowd than I get on, on Saturday. It's a different pace, a different kind of vibe about the place, and I kind of enjoy it. It's kind of a fun little break from the usual grind of the, the high-pressure Saturday show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, hope uh, hope to uh, hope hope you all uh, are. By the way, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. Should you uh, need to 
have anything to, to discuss here. I certainly hope you do. By the way, my standing order to, to all the producers is to uh, anyone who disagrees with me gets on first. So if there is a lineup of callers, uh, uh, when we have those lineups of callers here, people who disagree with me get on the air uh, first. So that's uh, something you can look forward to uh, if you choose to call in here, especially if you are uh, someone who wants to try to take me to task over something or, or another here. Uh, 651-289-4488. Now, <laughs> excuse me. Now, the, the the battle, if you will, between three different uh, left-wing, left-of-center organizations or, or entities, Black Lives Matter, the organizers of the Pride Parade, and the government of the city of Minneapolis, who, let's be honest, is just another left-wing pressure group in so many ways is indicative of what we're seeing, I think. It's an interesting thing that we're seeing uh, nationwide. And it's something I planned on talking about earlier in the week, even before the news uh, of, uh, if you, obviously, even before the Pride Parade happened, even as the story of the police uh, being included, disinclusioned, really included in the, in the parade uh, came out, was the, this increasing tendency of the left, different constituencies on the left, to eat each other, to turn on their own, to engage in friendly fire, as our military friends would say. And, and nowhere have you seen this more in, in more glorious relief than uh, at Evergreen State University, or it's going to be Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington. It's a state, uh, sounds like a private school, it's not. It's a, it's a state college in Olympia. And if you've been following the news, uh, they've... The campus has basically been shut down for the, the good chunk of this last semester. And in fact, if I were a student at Evergreen, I might be asking for a refund because vast swaths of the campus has had not much going on. And this, I mean, Grant, this is this is in the greater, well, it's in Olympia, which is not technically part of the Seattle metro area. But anything along the coast in Washington is going to trend a little bit left of center, at least the major cities, Olympia being the capital of Washington, certainly no exception. Evergreen State has is, is become a bit of a, a hotbed for, well, social justice warriordom, for the, the social justice community to, uh, has basically taken, I don't want to say taken over. I mean, every time you look at a, at, a, at a college or a university that has a large, thriving, dominating, uh, caustic, toxic social justice community, places like St. Thomas, McAllister, parts of the University of Minnesota, and Evergreen State, it's a minority of students. It is. It's it's not a, a large number of students, maybe not even demographically, statistically significant number of students involved. And and by the way, they're faculty. Same with, that's the one I was looking for, University of Missouri-Columbia and the protests last year where the, the, that resulted in so much attention when one of the communications professors uh, physically shut down a reporter from the campus newspaper. Again, a young liberal Asian reporter reporting on a Black Lives Matter protest uh, was had a white professor get in his face and at one point ask to get some more muscle over there to shut down the reporter because not only do they want uh, not want cultural appropriation, they don't want other people telling the story of the protest in terms that they don't get to approve of first. Because they are the new fascists. Well, we've seen this this past uh, couple of weeks, this last month and change at Evergreen State in, in uh, Olympia, Washington. Uh, the, the, the rather radical, uh, one of the black student organizations on campus uh, among a large network of social uh, justice groups on campus has for several years had a uh, a, a day without black students, where the, the African-American students would abstain from classes for the day. This year, they decided to turn that around and tell everyone who wasn't African-American to stay off campus. One professor, uh, one Brett Weinstein, a biology professor at Evergreen State, uh, who's a card-carrying liberal, supported Bernie Sanders, uh, he is a big fan of uber-liberal commentator Glenn Greenwald, uh, was an outspoken supporter of Occupy Wall Street, 
The New York Times writes about him uh, a couple of weeks ago. You could be forgiven for thinking that Mr. Weinstein, who identifies himself as, quote, deeply progressive, end quote, is just the kind of teacher that students at one of the nation's most left-wing colleges would admire. Instead, he's become a victim of an increasingly widespread campaign by leftist students against anyone who dares challenge ideological orthodoxy on campus. The professor's crime? He had the gall to challenge a day of racial segregation. I'll, I'll, I'll defer to the Times to give you a background on the so-called day of absence. Quote, it's an evergreen tradition that stretches back uh, to the 1970s, as Mr. Weinstein explained on Wednesday in the Wall Street Journal. Quote, in previous years, students and faculty of color organized a day in which they met off campus, a symbolic act based on the Douglas Turner Ward play in which all the black residents of a southern town failed to show up one morning, end quote. This year, the script was flipped. White students, staff, and faculty will be invited to leave campus for a day's activities. Invited. That's kind of funny. Reported the student newspaper on the change. The decision was made after students of color, quote, voiced concerns over feeling as if they were unwelcome on campus following the 2016 election, end quote. Mr. Weinstein thought, said the New York Times, that this was wrong. The biology professor said as much in a letter to Rashida Love, the student's director of First People's Multicultural uh, Advising Services and state union employee. Quote, there is a huge difference between a group or coalition deciding to voluntarily absent themselves from a shared space in order to highlight their vital and underappreciated roles, he wrote. Quote, and a group or coalition encouraging another group to go away. The first instance, he argued, is a forceful call to consciousness, or perhaps not if they don't have that big of an impact as the what, day of minimum wage workers not showing up for work showed us nationwide a few months ago. The second, says the New York Times, quote, quoting Mr. Weinstein, is a show of force and an act of oppression in and of itself. In other words, what purported to be a request for white students and professors to leave campus was something more than that. It was an act of moral bullying. To stay on campus as a white person would mean to be tarred as a racist. Now, the New York Times goes on to say pretty much what I would go on to say. Reasonable people can debate whether or not experience like day of absence are enlightening or not. As we saw, gosh, it was two months ago, I believe, when... when People who, oh, that's right, it was immigrants. I immigrants would absent themselves from, from work. Uh, that was the big challenge for the day for, for people who were uh, immigrants. And, of course, they, as always, didn't distinguish between legal and illegal immigrants because that would violate the narrative. But immigrants were supposed to absent themselves from work. And in some of your neighborhoods, particularly clogged with social justice uh, warriordom, uh, the impact was uh, a few coffee shops probably were shorthanded. There's probably a McDonald's or two in, in San Francisco and I would imagine uptown that were operating shorthanded for the day, but not much. It was just an epic squib as far as those things go. Uh, perhaps, said the New York Times, just to c continue with their telling of the story, there's a case to be made that a white free day would be a useful way to highlight the lack of racial diversity, particularly at a proudly progressive school like Evergreen. Or perhaps it would be a way to show that without all of us mere honkies out there, things would kind of break down as well. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were trying to show in the original Day of Absence in the book that was noted earlier in the in the story. Uh, in, in the Day of Absence uh, story from the 1970s Douglas Turner Ward story, in which uh, the play, rather, where uh, all the African-American residents of a southern town failed to show up. The idea is to show how life would break down and, and run out and, 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 and splatter all over the place without the people being highlighted, uh, being present for things. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if Whitey stayed home. The rest of the world would see that we're not completely useless, and perhaps a lot of things in our society depend on us mere honkies. Ah, just, just a hunch. Just thinking out loud here. Anyway, the New York Times is perhaps is a case to be made that this would be a way to highlight the lack of racial diversity at a so-called proudly progressive school like Evergreen. Yet, 
says the New York Times, reasonable debate has made itself absent at Evergreen. For expressing his views, Mr. Weinstein was confronted outside his classroom last week by a group of 50 students insisting he was a racist. The video of that exchange is enough to make you sick. If you've watched it, I, I may try and post this at shotinthedark.info after the broadcast here today. It's enough to make you ill. It's enough to make you... Uh, absent violence, because no punches were thrown, no glasses broken. This time, because it's not like Weinstein was actually a conservative, like a Milo Yiannopoulos or a or a, or or a uh, <laughs> or or, or a, a conservative speaker on a campus. No, there was no actual physical violence. The moral violence was just as bad, though. You're supporting white supremacy was one of the more milquetoast quotes. Truly has to be seen to be believed. It'll make anyone who believes in the liberalizing promise of higher education quickly lose heart. When a call Mr. Weinstein tries to explain his agenda is the truth, the students chortle. That's a, a polite way of putting it. More when I come back. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. I'm not. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress slash until you spend a lot of money. AM 1280, The Patriot. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Even the best students will struggle at some point in school. For many children, it is the subject of math that is most often the issue. There's a solution to the problem. It's Mathnasium, a math-only learning center designed to get your kids back on track. Does it work? Listen to what Megan, a Mathnasium student, has to say. When I first came in, I was not sure I wanted to be here. I knew I wanted to raise my grade, and I knew that would take work, but I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it. I learned that I was making math too hard for myself, and that it's much simpler, and that's what the teachers here help you learn. With Mathnasium, your child no longer needs to struggle. Instead, they have the opportunity to turn a weak subject into their strongest. Now my math grades are really good, actually, and I'm actually getting an A right now. Give them a call to find out how they can improve your child's math skills and school performance. Visit us online at mathnasium.com or call us at 877-601-MATH. Help your child to succeed with help from Mathnasium, where they make math make sense to kids. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Ely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-963-1041. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-963-1041. Call 1-800-963-1041. 1-800-963-1041. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? This is one of those days when the story gets ahead even of me, and that's that's hard to do because I tend to stay ahead of these sorts of things. But I just 
I just pointed out, I was reading a paragraph from this New York Times piece on Evergreen State's uh, students, quote, students, a, a tiny minority of the most exceedingly zealous and, and let's be honest, neo-fascist social justice warriors among the student body uh, attacking rhetorically um, and, and shutting down uh, the, the, the opinions of those who disagree with them on, on campus, a campus they've basically taken over uh, to the point of, of essentially holding the president hostage to the point we had to ask permission of the students to go to the bathroom. And I, and I said, I was reading from this New York Times piece that, that calls out the fact that the left is kind of eating each other, that these are people who are all fundamentally far left of center. The president of Evergreen State is not a Donald Trump supporter. He's not a Ted Cruz guy. He's someone who might have been far enough to the right to vote for Hillary Clinton. And, and Brett Weinstein, the v- biology professor, to whom I have tipped my hat as a man of great courage uh, this past week on my own blog uh, for facing the, these jackals, is a Bernie Sanders supporter and couldn't be considered far enough to the right to vote for Hillary Clinton. And I said, and I quoted the New York Times saying, the video of the exchange, you're supporting white supremacy, blah, 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 is is accompanied by a link in the New York Times. (laughs) And I said, go ahead, watch the video. And and I thought this would be worth making into a blog post for this coming week. So I, I clicked on the link to the video. And there's nothing. Well, no, there's not nothing. You click on the video link saying, preparing to be the video of the exchange between Mr. Weinstein and the precious little snowflakes that were surrounding him, yelling him, shouting him down, everything but punching him in the face, kicking him in the groin. And that's, by the way, if, if Weinstein had been one degree farther to the right, politically speaking, that would have been considered well within the pale by these jackals. You click on the video link, and you get to a page on YouTube that says, this video has been removed for violating YouTube's policy on harassment and bullying. It chronicled harassment and bullying. It harasses and bullies nobody. I've seen the video. It shows a bunch of these social justice jackals, mostly white, mostly upper middle class, mostly incredibly poorly educated, mostly invincibly ignorant, all of them convinced of the rightness of their ways, just like any brown shirt from the 1930s was, and with just about the same motivation and, and, and level of morality. They were doing the harassing, and yet, make no mistake about it, the left is out there to shut down all narrative that disagrees from them. Videos on YouTube that criticize the shell justice jackals are being shut down. Content on Facebook and social media is being reported. There are teams of people employed, paid by big left to go around, find content on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, that they disagree with, and shut it down. To, to report it as harassment or bullying or as pornography or to disagree with it in some way. And to count on the management of companies like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, which, by the way, trend hard left, Mark Zuckerberg, certainly no friend of anyone to the right of Hillary Clinton, and shut it down. And that's what's happened here. And it happens all the time. And by the way, I can't tell you the number of conservative friends I have whose Facebook accounts and Twitter feeds have been shut down by this sort of activity. I haven't yet, but I'm sure it's a matter of time. I certainly have my creepy stalkers out there. I'm sure it's going to happen. By the way, there are there are apps out there that also block you could you, you, basically apps uh, on that 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 big left has written for itself that allow liberal politicians to proactively go out and block Twitter and Facebook accounts of people who are not suitably left of center. I'm blocked from half of the uh, Twitter and Facebook feeds of Minnesota DFL state legislators. I can't get through them, and that just 
helps them reinforce their echo chamber, of course, which is all they care about. I don't know that you see this happening among Republicans who are not afraid to step outside the echo chamber if they are so inclined, and many of them do, and I see them fight the good fight. And you don't see gutless cowards like Alondra Cano and Kim Norton and Melissa Hortman and Tina Liebling doing this. They actually let their apps block everyone that they're going to disagree with before they ever have to exchange a single word because they're cowards. They're cowards who live in the echo chamber. They lead legions of the invincibly ignorant and the airtight uninformed uh, to do their bidding. And it's it's... It's Orwellian, which is why I the biggest laugh, and by, by laugh, I mean laugh funny, weird, not laugh haha, is the idea that, that the book 1984 by George Orwell has become a big bestseller again, almost entirely from uh, purchases from people on the left after Donald Trump was elected, people who don't realize that the book was written about the left, the English left, the Western European left of the 1940s in 1948. That's who the book was written about. That's who Orwell was referring to, the relentless groupthink, the, the assault upon the language, the, the relentless shutting down, uh, not just of disagreement, not just of dissent, but even shades, impure shades of agreement. That's what you're seeing here. When you have social justice jackals like you have in abundance at places like Evergreen State, McAllister, St. Thomas, Concordia, the U of M, shutting down not just conservative opinion, but shutting down liberals whose agreement and assent isn't vigorous and pure enough. The only real question, will they eat themselves before they eat American democracy? That's a $64,000 question for you right there. That's why this show is here. That's why you're here to try to forestall that the best we can. Hey, thanks to Brad Carlson for letting me uh, guest host while he's uh, up on assignment. He'll be back next week. I'll be back next Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. When you're hiring for a growing business, you don't need lots of candidates. You need the right candidates. You need Indeed.com with an algorithm that positions your job post where quality candidates are and screener questions that help you zero in on the best talent. Indeed.com, the site proven through an independent study to deliver five times more hires than any other. New users claim your $50 credit for a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S., with one box being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area risk-free plus free shipping. Call 800-313-6952. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your hair growth results. Guaranteed. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that calls now gets a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call now, 800-313-6952. 800-313-6952. That's 800-313-6952. Did you know that there has never been a better time for Americans to visit Europe? The dollar is strong against the euro, airfares are historically low, and the vacation choices are better than ever, thanks to the amazing portfolio of tours from world-class tour operator Globus. Whether you're dreaming of sipping wine in the Mediterranean, exploring the fantastic fjords and terrain of Norway, or enjoying a pint in an authentic Irish pub, Travel Leaders Apple Valley can help you take the tour of your dreams. Call us today at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. And ask how you can save 10% on your next European getaway. Spend a week in Europe for as little as $1,300 plus airfare. What are you waiting for? 
Call us today at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. Or online at travelleaders.com slash MN. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. Pointing out today's challenges in the economy for today's investors. So whether it's maximizing your Social Security, it's figuring out ways that are best to take a pension that you may have, creating a lifetime income strategy from whatever asset base it is you have, really evoke the mind and, and get people thinking about, hey, these things might work for me. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280. The Patriot. From the Nepsis Capital. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 